Yeah, damn. It is. They it have is fucking figured. They have figured out my fiance. They figured out my girlfriend. I mean, they have right, figured out right my fiance. Listening to this very podcast. It is like a fucking joke. You are listening to the Dude Nature Podcast. Welcome to the Dude Nature Podcast. Thank you for listening to us. Welcome to the Reactor. I'm here as always with my brother Adam. Adam, are you ready? Yeah, ready for the future of work part two. Part two. Part two. Part two. Guys, Kristen underscore Allen. Thank you so much again for the review. We will see you floating on the Yankees River. And ladies and gentlemen. As you know, this podcast is sponsored by Four Sigmatic Coffee. Whatever you're drinking, Pete's, Starbucks, whatever the fuck, it would be a lot better for Four Sigmatic. You can get more work done. You'd have less of a come down. Hard it nipples, just, it's just been really fucking good. Four Sigmatic, thank you for partnering with us. Adam. Yeah. Gripes. Noah, these are the gripes where we gripe to each other for 30 seconds each about something mildly irritating. So my gripe today is hand sanitizer. Okay, when I have hand sanitizer, I expect it to be have a little bit of solidity in it. So when I'm rubbing it around my hands, it's like a gel. More so than water. So some places I've been going to, oh, like yeah. the hardware good. store the other day, very good. They had water. They had watery hand sanitizer, and it was just I got all over my shirt. It was just like watery because I expect it to hold up as a gel, like hair gel. You know what I mean? I I I I totally agree with you. That's what I want in my Wait, hand sanitizer. So when I get the watery hand sanitizer, yeah. What the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. It's so gross. I want the gel. Yeah. Did we run out of the gel? Is that why we're at the watery hand sanitizer? Might be the case. Yeah, I think I think I think that is so. Hey. Yeah. Um, my gripe, Adam. Yes. My gripe is. I'm just gonna be honest. This this is my gripe. I went to a, we went to a boxing class this morning. Okay. We're just, we're, um, and like, the governor of Oregon just made we we basically just shut down again. So is this going to be a gripe or is this something really I mean, it's bad? just how I feel. It's just how I feel. It's this just how I feel. Gripe. This it's just like a gripe, fucking, though. but it's like a fucking, I'm, I'm feeling it. But I, it's, th- no, I it's think not the a petty, thing. no, look, once again, gripe, right? A petty disagreement. This a is, petty grievance. I have a, okay. Is that a petty I, I grievance? Just, okay. Can I say it fast? Yeah, but is it a petty grievance? Is it's it, a grievance. But, okay. So you're admitting that it's not a gripe. That's fine. You can go ahead and say it. Just admit that it's not a gripe. It's a grievance. But it's not a petty grievance. It's That's petty, what gripe is. But who are you? Petty subjective. Who are you to say that what's petty and not? I know. I, I am someone that knows. Complex. I think what this is shows something about you. I am someone who knows more about gripes than you do. Really? You think apparently? You're the, you think you're the gripe king? I, yeah, I'm the gripe king of in in this room. I am the gripe king. Okay. Oh, okay. Gripe king. Okay. I'll change it. Okay, I was gonna tell. I was gonna, what it. I was gonna tell people please is don't. the performative measures we have to do to get around the law the laws of Corona now. Yeah, to be inside. Anyway, what I'm gonna say is that the um, dog hair on my couch. Why do I yeah. have to vacuum the go. couch every single day? Like, damn, I vacuum it. The dog gets on, and the hair gets everywhere. And I have a thing with sitting in hair that I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I cannot stand. I will not stand for it. Do I have to vacuum the couch every day? It's insane. It's awful. Gripe king. Oh, gripe king. How was that? Gripe king. The return of the Gripe King. All right, Noah, let's play a game. Let's do it. Can you name... One of the top three highest growing stocks in the market as of yesterday, April 30th. Uh, Amazon. No. Three highest growing as compared in yearly growth. Compared to last year? April 30th, 2020. Compared to April 30th, So which ones have grown the most in a year? Yeah. Okay. Uh, highest growth. I love it. Zoom. No. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, some telehealth. Shopify is one. Okay, Shopify. Facebook is another. That sucks. And a cannabis umbrella company called Grow Generation is the third one. Grow Generation? Yeah. It's like a parent company that owns some fucking weed shit. I have no idea what they own. 
honestly. Grow generation. Grow generation. Why would they have done so well? Cannabis? Yeah. Because it's hot. It's but it's always hot. Do you think people are <laughs> it's hot? It's always That's hot. That's how you get the Weed's THC out. Hot. You light it up we and you get the, the THC the, out. The rate of legalization hasn't have we legalized a bunch? But don't you think that more people are smoking out. the chronic than, wait, wait, wait. than we, before the pandemic? Yes, dude, we have legalized a lot. Remember New York no New Jersey. Yeah, we've legalized we've, a lot sorry, more. I'm completely wrong. We've legalized a lot. Not so only have we that. legalized a lot more, it's socially become it's a year more of being accepted, right? By here's, the normies. Here's my gripe. Yeah, sure. Once Another again, gripe. we were smoking before. It was it was. Once cool. again, we were smoking before. Avatar smoking weed and working remotely. Avatar Last Airbender smoking weed, weed and working, working remotely. If we don't get much right, you know, these aren't two dudes that get much right, but that's it. Have we, Those done, three have we done anything else better? Those three things: remote work, avatar, and whatever. I didn't even forgot. Sweatpants, wearing them outside. Wearing sweatpants Wear, outside. Not wearing. Jeans I don't even ever. know what my gripe is going to be. Just continue. Not ever wearing jeans. Just continue. Um. Yeah. There you go. So Shopify, Facebook, and Grow Generation. No. What's our topic today? Not a great game, honestly. Today. Um. I have a good game, actually. You want to go for it? Yeah. Let, let me. Let me. Let me just go for this one. Um. Countries where people work the most. Okay. We're gonna go. The, we're gonna go the top seven countries where people are working the most. And now I will ask follow-up questions, Alex. Is it per industry? Is it pan industry? Just Cross total. Industry? Just total. The countries from seven to one. Seven being working the least. One being working the most. The top seven countries yeah. where people work the most. So the U.S. is in there. Okay, we're gonna me- we're gonna measure this. This is from Statista. Okay, what is number seven? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to name them in the seven. So I, the U.S. is in the seven, right? Yes. Right. I know you have some work to do about how you present a game you have to the other with person. Understanding the game and just playing so the, the U.S. Game. is in yeah. there. Okay, <laughs> suck my jacket on, honestly. Uh, China. Okay, so number seven, you think is China? Yeah, number seven is the U.S. No, no, no. I just I I want to name the companies that are in the top seven. Are they both in the top seven? You here's the top seven. Yeah, let's play. We'll play the game by your rules, Gripe King. No, okay. Play the game by your rules. Here's the top seven. USA. USA, there's USA, Russia, Turkey, Chile, Mexico, South Korea, and Greece. Okay, so thank you for telling me. So wait, next time you have a game, let me guess. Hey, listener, let me listener guess. Out there, let me the ask co- you the something. Do that I are need in to there. explain the the, the 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 like bounds of the game, or can I just say what are the top seven countries? Like, is that enough? You be the judge. Who's right here? Here's how you do it. Here's how you do it, Noah. Can you name some of the top seven countries who work the most? Right. Yes. Then, then you can name. Then you can go. Then we're off. Right. Right. But you're asking for bounds on it. No. What is our topic today? We're not going to go into the game. Let me just read it to you. The U.S. is number seven. Turkey's number six. Russia's number five. Chile's number four. Greece is number three. South Korea number two. And number one, the country that works the most, is Mexico. Is that interesting? Yeah. yeah. Um. The countries at the bottom. Just real quick. The countries that work the least. Scandinavians. Sweden. Iceland, Bastards, Netherlands, ba- Norway, Denmark. Damn it! They fucking they just know what, do it. They right. know what to Tall, do. Tall, handsome. They why and are they're so fucking good? not working vertical, either. Vertical farming. God vertical damn farming. It. Good soccer. Teams. We're like we're what? like Neanderthals. What do next they? To them. What, what do they do up there? It's in the water. They they fucking they figured everything out. Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't already know, the episode is the future of work part two, part two. It and it is probably part two, actually, of three parts. Part due. Part due of three now that we have actually started recording them. Overview. We're going to go into automation, then halftime honey, and then the four-day work week. Yeah. Adam. Mm-hmm. It begins at Don't Suck. You have 30 seconds to tell us everything we need to know to enjoy the episode. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. All right. Work can should be totally and completely different because this is a continuation of the future of work is what we're talking about. So in this episode, we take a look at how we've come to know the thing we've come to know as employed labor, which is harmful about it. What is changing about it and cool ideas for the future of work itself. And so Noah. Yeah. What is our theme for part de? Our theme is the the deuce. The deuce. deuce. Otherwise known as the dois. Working hours are not about production. So the nine to five job, the five days a week, it's not because 40 hours are the most productive. It's just because that's what we've been doing. That's why we do it. It doesn't make really make much sense. And we're gonna go into it. Adam, are you ready? Yeah, I am. As I sip my, as I sip my, God, you sip it. You sip it. You sip it loud. Sip it. Right. Sip it automation. Loud. Yeah. My automation. Milkshake brings the boys to the yard. My milkshake brings the boys to the yard, and they're like, yeah. it's better than yours. Automation. Automation, aka, are the machines taking over your job? 
Sticking our germs. Sticking our germs. Sticking our, our, our germs. All right, we're going to start with trucking. Trucking is an industry that employs 3.5 million drivers. Fuck yeah. Somehow it employs the same amount of people as fast food employs. Damn. More than that, actually. So there, that's the drivers, just the drivers. And then with the support team behind them, it's 10 million people in total, the trucking industry. Holy shit. So it's shit. a giant portion of the country works in trucking. It's a way bigger industry than you'd ever think. 10, and 10 million? Yeah. And we can't get enough truck drivers either. Right. There's a huge shortage of truck drivers. Right. I think it's. it seems like it, what they were saying in the interviews with the drivers is it's a job that pays pretty well for that kind of work. For, for, for the, physical for labor. For the education level. Right? Doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, required. It, it does. It pays, it pays really well. Um, I have a note in here. Do you have it's any? Mis- do you have any trucking miserable. stories that you want Dude, to say? I know a top? lot about when I was a geologist. I worked like with truckers. Why? Because we were moving dirt from one place to the other. It's, so I worked like with truckers a lot. So I came to like learn about truckers. What and, I yeah. What I realized is that like truckers like will try and like get out of anything. They'll get out of anything anything they want, and then like the. To become the lead trucker, so we'd always meet with like the lead trucker. He was just like more shifty than the other. He out truckered all the other truckers to become like the lead trucker. Not also, a good review for, for, for truckers. Their cabs really smell, but it's brutal work. It's brutal work, and someone's got to do it. So thank you very much, truckers, for doing it. I appreciate Someone it. Someone has to move. Someone's got to fucking the do food it. Food across country Someone's that we need to eat it. every day. The Jack Daniels that we're drinking right now, dude. They like work. Like talk about working work life balance. Well, but wait, they but they. Uh, I think that it's because don't they own their own companies? Usually, are like they owner, are the very good. Those are called owner operators. Not only did I work work with truck drivers or geologists as a salesman, I sold to a lot of trucking companies to hire drivers. Yeah, so I the, think a frequent model is they are their own company, right, with their own truck. That's an that's called that's an owner operator. Okay, tell so me more about so that. that's when you can buy a truck and essentially make money owning your owning your own truck. So that is like level two. That's level two of trucker. And then three would be you have the employees working for you. Yeah, yeah, you have you you become you become the head orc, you become the, the trucking company, right? And you slay then you, the other orcs, you slay the other the top of the companies of the trucking mountain. Trucks. But it's a market like that because it's as we think of geology, which is just it's like Amazon selling, right? It's like the same kind of you're delivering the same, same service, so it's all like very cutthroat. They're all like it's cutthroat, and yeah, it's like brutal. It's work. like the gig economy, like when you're doing if you're doing Uber, you're competing against other Ubers. There's, there's no, not much like, difference. Between, there's not much difference when there's not much different differentiation between companies in an industry. It creates a ton of competition between them. It's cutthroat, basically. Yeah. Speaking of cutthroat, Jewish people, Jewish people, tr- love them. How many Jewish? Tr- how many Jewish truckers? Us. Are, how many Jewish truckers are there? None. Zero. True question. Like literally, are there zero? Probably, probably uh, zero. there might be zero. You think there's someone driving a truck with a kippa on? No. If you are, if you know someone, please. If let us you know. fucking know, that's awesome. Also, thank you, truck drivers. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Just saying, the work the work sounds brutal. Yeah. Automation. For us, for us softies, right? We wouldn't be able to do it. No. It's it's a hard. Can you imagine sitting in the cab for that long every day? No, I can't imagine. Can you imagine it with a load with high winds. With summer with coming in through the what windshield? What if the truck breaks down? What would we do? Dude, they break down. Let me tell you what They break down all the time. They always break down. Trucking, it's the most common job in 29 U.S. states. That's ahead of farming and teaching. There's the most truck drivers of any job. That's wild. Yeah, in 29 U.S. states. Okay, so automation. A company called Too Simple has already made a self-driving truck that is making autonomous runs between Arizona and New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So this truck, right? Sick. What's going on is they have a driver, not not a driver, a backup pilot sitting in the behind the wheel, but he's not touching the wheel. Like his hands are off of it. And the truck is just driving itself on the freeway as if it was a self-driving car. So Same he's, thing. He's a sitting, giant truck. He's sitting in the driver in the driver's seat? He's sitting in the driver's seat. Is this actually driving down like a real ass freeway? Yeah, on a real ass freeway. Real ass freeway. Oh, they actually did the test on a real freeway? It's a San Diego company, but they've done the test between Arizona and New Mexico. So they've done the test. Are they running or they're just doing Much the Much like test? the nuclear bomb was tested in New Mexico, this is a great place to also test things like trucks. New, New Mexico, come test here. Yeah, New Mexico. New Mexico, come, come test. Come test your shit Potentially Pour shit in here. Products. Devastate things. Waste. Trucks. Come test Come here. test here. Come test. New Mexico, where you test. New Mexico, the land of testing. Nevada, come gamble. New Mexico, no, where co- you test. New Mexico, where you test. California, come pay. Come pay. California, come pay. Oregon, come pay, come pay taxes and, and have uh, say hi to homeless people. Texas. 
No nature. There is no nature here. Come do commerce. Come experience commerce. That's the thing about Texas. Let me tell you, we just moved from Texas. I love I love Florida. Te- come be hot. I I love come- I love we yeah. love Texas. Yeah. I just wish is there wasn't a kernel of nature there, we would stay. A kernel. A kernel we would have stayed. Anyway, so the driver is in the truck, right? Yeah. They haven't done a driverless test yet. So there's always this backup driver that's in the truck. Just know. in case. Raise my volume a little bit. I get my voice juice. My voice juice is going away. Here we go. This is a little bit better. Just in case some shit happens. Yeah, just in case some shit happens. So it's equivalent to you're in a plane right now. It's not like the pilot is manually Chuck Yeager like doing the plane the whole time. The plane is on autopilot, right? That's mine. Damn it. There you go. Okay, so the plane's on autopilot. The plane is on autopilot. Just like the truck is on autopilot and they have a backup driver just like we have a backup pilot. So it, we yeah, have I not done, not yet, we haven't done a completely driverless we, 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 ride. We basically haven't taken the safety out. We haven't taken the safety out, exactly. Because you can imagine, once they release the truck, that's pretty scary, right? You have a giant, super heavy truck. projectile. With no one driving. That could fuck shit up. And therefore, New Mexico... It's tested in New Mexico, And right? therefore, go to New Mexico the great state of New Mexico. The great state of testing. The land, the, the land of, of test. Nuclear land bomb. Of test. Nuclear, nuclear bomb. energy. Test. Come test. Trucks. Hydrogen bomb. <laughs> right? Trucks. Come test here. Come come, come. the vibe. Come turquoise and testing. Okay. Look, give me... What do, you, what do you think? Uh, What do you think? Like... Oh, no. Never mind. Continue. No, no, no. That's good. Okay. So how do the drivers feel about this, right? This is a something that employs 3.5 million of them. How do they feel about the automation? Really One, fucking, they're taking so our jobs. These are from, the, these quotes are from a Vice interview. I don't know how in the Vice interview they get everyone to wear all black, like to be on brand. Like we're living in a dystopian, they're really into like, what is we're Vice living in a dystopian world and everyone's dressed in black and is a freedom fighter. You know what I mean? What is Vice all about? What's their thing? Vice is Vice is a news website. It's a media company. I I get that for eighteen to thirty-five year old dudes. Okay. And they they talk about they talk about shit like hacking and human trap. It's edgy. It's edgy, right? I get it. It's supposed to be edgy drugs and stuff like that. The name, right? Okay, but it really caters to like the younger male. Okay. So anyway, in this interview, truck driver says, "I'm going to die in my truck." He says, I'm going to die in my truck. But in the way that he, what he means is it's that like, he's like, going to work. Taking jobs. Taking our jobs. No, like he want, he loves being a truck driver. He, he wants does? to work. Yeah. He wants to work and die in his truck. He's committed to doing it. He feels useful. Like he feels like, you know, it's really hard and not a lot of other people can do it. Something like that. Yeah. He likes like putting the food on the table. I, I think, you know, he says that if you don't love it, it would be very hard to do this job because you're not home all week. You're never home. You're dude. never home, right? No, no, you, they're never home. You're never home. They're never home. Okay. So once again, he said, to drive a truck, you have to love doing it. It pays good wages, but it's long hours and you may not be home all week. So that's a driver from another driver from the UK. Okay. Also a lot of truck drivers there. Not saying all truck drivers probably love their jobs, but I'm just saying that it's, it's a really difficult job, but it's one that employs tons of people. So getting rid of it could have vast consequences. What I'm trying to get at. So what are the benefits of driverless cars? Shorter trips. You can go from New York to LA in two days. Why is that? Because if you're an autonomous truck, you never need to eat or to sleep, right? Because it's a robot. Oh, wow. Robots don't need to do that shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, exactly. So this is why they want them. It's consistent mileage. Apparently when you drive that many mileage, miles, the, the amount of fuel efficiency becomes a big issue. And obviously there's analytics on your fuel efficiency. And so these driverless trucks... They're very fuel efficient because right, they go the same rate. Super it's like, efficient. Yeah. You know, it's like a cruise control the whole time. Okay. Okay. Um, also, there is a huge shortage in truckers right now. The gap of drivers needed is estimated to be about 60,000 drivers. We're short of. 60,000 drivers? 60,000 drivers. So that's how many drivers we need. With autonomous trucks, we can fill that gap. Because you know what this makes me think about, though? It makes me think about, like, so So that's really cool with, like, the, the autonomous trucks. But it's like, is that where we need to be spending the 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 time on? Is is automation with the trucks? Like, shouldn't we? How about like some trains and shit to move the goods? Do you know what I mean? I just wonder if that's that's the way we want to we want to go forward with the, with technology. Do you ever think about you that? You want to build more rails? You want just want to build rails everywhere? Do you know how much more efficient? But no, I like. Do you know how much more efficient that would be for I, the environment? Yeah, but here's what I don't think you're getting is that sometimes they need to drop this stuff off like in a build site. 
with tons of crates everywhere. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Build a Keep rail. some of the trucks, Adam. But for for the most time, for the most part, for on the interstates, on the highway, why can't we shoot the thing down there and yeah, have like an automated a, truck yeah, pick just it shoot up? It, like a vacuum. Just shoot it. Okay, in a vacuum. you fucking wiener. Yeah, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to fast food. Okay, fast food again employs 3.5 million people. Why? It's because it's easy to get a job in fast food, and it's easy to advance up in the fast food chain. Okay, Taco Bell, Yo Quiero Taco Bell. All right. Burger King, how Mickey is, fucking how long, does it, how long does it take to... Oh, so this is going to be automated. I can see that. So you're going to pull up to McDonald's and just a robot's going to be there? So a group called the Cali Group. They're taking fast food and they're automating it. It's a super Silicon Valley-esque kind of situation. They have this dude, this tech dude. He's like in a fast food play, place. He's talking to the reporter. The reporter is grilling him on, grilling him on how these robots can take people's jobs and stuff like that. Okay. And they go into the back and instead of there being a person, there's just a robotic arm. It's an arm covered in a sleeve. Wow. And it's on the grill. I'm making like a little duck. Holy arm, shit. And it's just flipping burgers. Flipping burgers. It's flipping burgers back there. Not just only is it flipping arm. burgers, it's flipping them perfectly and it's taking the cheese on its little paddle and it's putting the cheese that on the burger. That is fucking wild. So not only that, but to order, you don't even order with a person. You go up to a big screen and you tap the screen. You tap hamburger. You tap like what you want on the hamburger. And then that's it. And then you're... So it's a completely automated system. And the only employees there, what they do is their job is to take care of the robotic arm. They, they like clean, <laughs> they clean the grill. The, the grill clean arm. the arm. Yeah. They get some, give it some oil, you know? Holy and, shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> so the thing that they, they haven't figured out, like which is the thing that Amazon hasn't figured out, which we'll get to... Is that for some reason it's really hard to make a hand? It's, it's really like, hard to make a like, hand. It's like impossible to make a human hand in robotic form. That's wild. Isn't that shit crazy? Yeah, like, no, I'm just looking at my hand. Dexterous, just looking at my you know, hand. How dexterous curling. your hand is, right? Yeah, because because each finger has what two hinges? It's incredible. It's incredibly dexterous. Three hinges. That's three hinges. Like gorilla grip. Gorilla grip. Um, okay. So that's fucking crazy. Though they still need they still need people to put to get the order together nicely in the bag, which is the same thing Amazon needs because nobody can figure in the bag. No one can figure out to automate the hand. So the stopping so of automation now is is literally is the like, hand is putting is like organizing that, like that. The CTO of Amazon is like he's like the hand. That's it. He's like I can't. So we do can't. The hand. We can't figure out the hand. Oh my god, they can't figure it out. The first thing the robots do is they're gonna take our hands. They're gonna, literally gonna cut our hands off and put it onto their appendages. Isn't that a horrifying? They must be thought? more efficient. They'll do anything to be more efficient. Anything. Okay, so what they're saying about fast food, why it's getting automated, is because obviously there's a lot of turnover. The people come into the industry, they get trained, and then they leave for like a restaurant or something like that. Yeah. Um, but. As we're going to see in a lot of these places, you still need people to manage the robotic systems, like to manage the arm, to manage the delivery system, the supply system in the back. Right. So but, people but, are going to be working with the robot. But I'm sure that like with the truck drivers, with this, it's cutting down on the amount of jobs that are going to be available in the fast food industry. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or it's but, a net negative. Though. But what people in these industries argue is that a rising tide floats all boats. They're like, since it's a rising tide, we're going to be able to flip more burgers from more people in, in less amount of time. There's going to be more money and therefore more jobs. This is the argument that you will see across industry. They argue that the job is not going to be lost, but the job is going to change. Like for example, the truckers, instead of a trucker driving the truck, we're probably going to go through a 10, 15 year period where the trucker is sitting there like the pilots are sitting on the plane. Yeah. They're going to take over in case something goes wrong. In case there's a, in, what if there was tons of snow, ice, and high winds, some, a crazy amount of variables that the machine doesn't know how to handle, they can then take over, right? What if they're trying to move through a build site, like I was saying, with planks and boards all around the build site? The machine isn't coded to handle that. It's an edge case, right? Then they will take over for that edge case. Right, right. I, I, I totally agree with you that yeah. that's going to happen. However, the net, there's still definitely a net negative with jobs. Right. I mean, there's a, so a lot of economists think like that, that still will be working with the machines. And when you actually see videos of these places, that's what people are doing. Their job has changed. Their job, the job of the truck driver is no longer going to be driving the truck. It's going to be managing the autonomous truck. They might have to code. They might honestly have to code. Right. Yeah. So we're all just going to be coding. Yeah, we're all going to be interfacing with computers. Yeah. At some point. Definitely. More. Or like at the grill. She could log in. She could do some code, right? 
maybe the flips, we need to decrease our flips per minute because the grill is too hot. Okay, but... All right, that's so that I don't know how you measure if a rising tide is going to float over really boats. hard, but really be, hard. Be, that's what they say. Okay, yeah, I know, but like, so it's like if there's like a if there's a total amount, like this is this is X amount of the total food consumed in an area, food consumed in an area. Just because you can flip burgers faster doesn't mean the food consumed in an area goes up. Right, it stays right there. Right. Yeah. So I don't I don't know about that argument. Exactly. So it's like, is it going to increase the market? Does it increase the amount yeah. of people that can come in? It's, it's interesting you use these two examples too. Because so, we, I mean, we were talking about this the other well, there's, day. There's more. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day with like sometimes in the oil and gas industry, what they say is that all the like the climate tech and like all this new stuff is getting rid of their getting rid of jobs. Mm-hmm. In that instance, I feel like they're definitely are switching. They're switching to like other jobs, like greener jobs. There are going to be other jobs for them. But for the truck driver and the fast food thing, it's like you can totally see that like, those are gone. Those are getting gonna go bye bye. Yeah, those might go. Some bye-bye will change, baby. like you said, but most will go bye bye. So yeah, I th- I think my feel for it is that the jobs will be lost a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But I, there will still be jobs in those industries just to manage the machines that are doing the low level work. The machines are coming in and doing the repetitive, grindy tasks. I would in ask any job. I guess I would ask you this. This is the question I'd ask you. What's up? Out of a hundred percent of the workers. How many do you think, what percent will be retained that their jobs will switch to machine management, basically? Yeah, it's like a really good question for an economist that would study this stuff. Yeah. Right? I, I have no idea. It's a sense for that. In, in general, what people are saying is that, oh, is that there's going to be a transition between with us working with machines, and that's going to be a lot longer than people think. So the jobs aren't going to be automated out so much as they're going to change to be working with the machines because machines can't do. But then I would say, but then obviously we're still going to lose a lot though. Yeah. So I, think, I think kind we of are. I, no, I, I agree. I think we are going to be losing a lot of jobs and more money is going to go to the people that own these places, right? Which are already in the top 10%. Which already literally fucking so that, so much money. So it's ex- the problem with the automation is ex- it's accelerating that where we're losing the, wage, the middle, the middle gap, class, the wage gap. The wage gap. Right. It's so accelerating that. Accelerates it's, the wage it's gap. already terrible. Okay. That's interesting. Exactly. So yes, you're right. There are still going to be jobs with these machines. They're going to be changing, but we're going to lose a ton. Yeah. Okay. What do we do about that? Situation? Um, so when, when true simple too simple, the trucking company was asked what they tell drivers, they, they, yeah, the so guy, seriously. the CEO said that they try not to tell drivers anything. I mean, yeah. What are you going to tell them? What are you going to fucking tell them? What they, are you going to do? There's, there's like literally nothing There's a video do. of them inviting a bunch of truck no. drivers to come in and, oh, see, no. and see the machine. Oh, no. Oh, and no. Bad know, idea. It's tough. But the, some of the drivers do bring up some good points. How'd the that, video go? What? With them seeing the machine, the drivers. They they can't believe it. They honestly they can't believe it because I think that there's a lot of variables that go into it sometimes. They can't believe that something could calculate all these things at once. Apparently, it's very hard to be straight. It took them five years to figure out how to go straight with a load. Apparently, that's very difficult. I fucking depending bet. On, depending on the wind. I bet it is. You know those long trucks that you know have what huge, they seem. You know yeah. long trucks have huge things in the back. Yeah. If there's a crosswind. Yeah. Do you imagine how hard you're turning yeah. the wheel? Apparently, it seemed like some of them were more impressed than threatened. Honestly, they like they were like, "Wow, that's really impressive." They couldn't believe it. But I think we're we're gonna go through a transition where they're gonna still be in in the cab. Okay, they're gonna but, be in the cab. Well, what do you feel about? Hey, ethic. Let me ask you ethically. Ethic, what do you up. feel? How do you feel about it? Feel about what? Just like them progress taking jobs away, or how? Because how I feel is that we can't stop progress well, because jobs are being lost. This is great. This is gonna go into universal basic income, which I really want to get into now. Okay. But I will go. I will not get into now. We're gonna do it on the next episode. But my my morals about this is that yeah, tech and Silicon Valley are taking jobs away. Like this, they're taking from the lower classes, from the lower middle class, and they're taking all the money and they're soaking it up. I think that we should, if this is going to be the case, that our economy is this good, we should all be benefiting from the fact that the economy is so good by getting a universal basic income. Okay, okay? So, that, so that's the solution you're saying to this. I like that solution for the loss of jobs. I, I like it a that's lot. That's your favorite solution. I like it a lot. You... Uh, okay, that's really. Do you want to save it for next episode, or do you want to go? I would. I would just go. All right, I'm gonna save it for next episode. Just, Damn, just because the notes, balls. The notes are not in. My here. ball sack. Right. We're gonna keep going with automation. Blue balls. Blue balls. Okay. Um, but it's not just these kind of jobs that are being lost. 
It's also higher level jobs. It's also jobs with lawyers and doctors and coders. I'm going to get into in a second. First, we're going to hit retail. Okay. Oh, baby. Okay. So how do you say this? Akado, Akado, the UK retailer, the big one. Oh, whatever. Akado or Akado. What they have right now, you go to one of their factories. They have a giant grid of rails. They're the whole warehouse, a grid of rails. And on these rails are robots that are on wheelie carts. Holy shit. And these robots are going up and down the grid. They're like giving each other things. They're just big stacks. They look like a book. It looks like a, a vertical bookshelf. And they're just, wee, 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 and they're going all over the grid. They're never running into each other. And they're like working together to get the items to fulfill an order. But once again, a person, a, what they call a picker, gets the items from the robot. They deliver it to the picker. And the picker has to put it into the actual box because of the, these things we the have. Hands. These, these things we have on the end of our Call, arms called hands. Adam shaking his hand. Which is, once again, the first thing that we're going to lose. Protect your hands from the robots when they attack. Why can't they figure out the hand? Dude, it's crazy. So they have many different... They have a hand... They have one that looks like a salad gripper, right? So you can see... The that's one not great. The amusement park one. I got a right? couple. The right. claw. They have a salad gripper. They have a claw. And they also have a rubber cup that sucks. Yeah, I suck on. up. So, but the hand is like that's it. That is the, the hand. Pinnacle it's all about of the robotics. We stopped the hand. The pinnacle of robotics is the hand. I is so interesting. I'd love to know why. Is it because of? Is it? Are there just a million tiny bones in my hand? I'm just controlling like a bajillion things. Yeah, there, I mean your hand is quite dexterous. It really is. It really is. It, but you, so just picking up an object and putting that object into an, a separate box in the right way is really difficult. For a robot to do right now because of the placement of, you know, the hand. So until we figure out the hand thing, it seems like people have some jobs at these factories. Anyway, Amazon. And you'll still masturbate with your hand and not a robot. Could, could do it. Could not do it. Could get a suction cup to do that too. I think the hand would stop it. It doesn't seem dexterous enough. If you're a robot. To grip it to grip. Would you masturbate with your hand? Is that the question? No, you, you, you could get a masturbation robot. Oh, a, a jerk me. A jerk me. A Jerkma. The, the Jerkma 2000. The Jerkma 2000. But I guess the robot could have just a tube, like a tube in its hand. Well, if you're if you're a female, why would you need a hand, right? You just some some sort of You would stick. just need a rod. One for the clitoris, and one if you want the penetration, you can have it. Upgrade feature. Or the butthole penetration. Right. That's who is a triple. Butt, who has a butthole People have dildo? It. You can go butt. There's a whole thing. It's like an alien's finger. Why are you gripping it like a gun? You're, you you're showing me things. like a gun grip. You got three. Do things. you think that women grip their dildo like a like a rifle? You got the vaginal opening. You have the clitoris and you have the anus, right? So you have three. It's a th triple appendage. That's why I'm doing this. That's right. Anatomy. Did you count one, two, three? And that's anatomy. Wait, butthole, vagina, and then the clitoris. <laughs> In Staten Island, they have a similar thing to Akedo. Okay, it's filled with moving shelves, but these shelves they're not on a grid. They, they just move on the ground and it looks, it looks like they're going to kill you if you get into their little, their work area. Shell. One of them is going to kill you. It's going to kill you. You're not being efficient. Yeah. You're not being efficient. Stopping my work. Organic matter. Kill you. Organic matter. Organic matter. Oh, good. I needed some lubricant and blood. Um, it looks, it's a vertical shelf, right? So I'm doing this with my hands. It is doing what with you? You said you were doing this with your hands. I'm doing like a square. I'm making a square. It's a square yeah. stack and they're on wheels and they wheel up and down. Okay. So when interviewed about his job for the robots, here's what one worker said about it. Okay. He said he dislikes the stowing part all day for 10 hours. You pick an item up and you put it on the shelf, the moving shelf. He said he feels like he works for the robots. Holy shit. So that was his reply to being asked, how do you feel about Amazon saying they're creating more jobs by this automation? So that's what these companies say. They say that because of this automation, they're actually creating more jobs and people like working with the robots. But what but, these people's jobs at Amazon, the Amazon warehouse with the robots, they pick something from the shelf, they put it in a bag. They take it from the shelf, they put it in a bag. For, he said for 10 hours each day. He said the only autonomous task that he has is pick what he eats for lunch. Okay, that's fucking awful. It's pretty bad, right? Okay, that yeah, that's fucking awful. So basically, Amazon's wrong on two accounts. One is that, yeah, people fucking hate it. And then two is that it's a net negative in total. Yeah, it's a net negative in total. Okay. Okay, let's do this. Let's, because I have, I now have a section about higher level jobs. We're at 40 minutes. Let's do Halftime Honey now. 
Okay. I'm gonna do the rest of my section. Yeah. And then we're gonna do part part tray. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Let's fucking do it. So we're gonna take a quick musical break, and after that is gonna be time for the halftime honey. New Mexico, test your jerk me robot. <laughs> New Mexico, where you can text the jerk, the field, test the jerk me 2000. The field of jerk me is running around. <laughs> you can jerk me. Nope, the jerk wasn't. The RPMs were too light. Turn the RPMs up. Already been jerked. Stay away. No, stop. Already, already I, been I, jerked. I had 10 robots come up to me. God no, damn red, it. Red, no. red light. Organic matter. Organic matter. Must jerk. Take his penis and make it into an ejaculation machine. Take his penis. <laughs> oh, oh man no this is the halftime honey toast where we discuss and celebrate some absurd science in the news let's do it Ugh. that is somehow related to our episode i find the story and noah responds with his immediate thoughts okay so by the way adam's adam's uh computer is broken my machine so my robot <laughs> his robot's broken whenever he has to type he has to bring out a, a separate keyboard so he's constantly lifting up and down a humongous keyboard to type and then putting it down again. right so when i get the jergma what i'm gonna have to do is yeah take it, i'm gonna be like no no take get, reach for my keyboard give it a little instructions right well the 3000 is that one jerks you and one does your work um <clears throat> this halftime the honey work toast. jerk, ma. No, what are we drinking for the halftime, honey? You guys know what we're drinking. We're drinking the Jack Daniels, still made by non-machines, I think. Where does it say that? Has Jack bottle? Daniels been automating shit? Hey, Jack, we need that human touch in here. Okay, you can't just make a machine make this. Just a little of that the human, human touch. Yes. Bruce Springsteen? No, Genesis. Genesis. So wrong. How can someone be so wrong about something? Uh, I mean, it's not our it's not our era at all. That's like our our who parents. Who likes era. Bruce? Who likes our Bruce? Parents, our parents. Our parents. Why do they like Bruce? When I when I hear Bruce, it's not like I don't. It's not like I don't like it. It's a stadium. It's the stadium rock of like that era, right? Born Did he tie the era in the USA? Yeah. Born. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't get me. Okay. Lahaim. Lahaim two. Good innovation that's happening from the pandemic, and I'm gonna say it after we take the shot. Okay. Oh, I didn't like that. Robot. 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 I want the Tennessee apple. I want the Tennessee. I like the Tennessee honey. Robot. I want the Tennessee honey rather than this. Mm, it would be um, better if it was made by a robot. So Microsoft, now, when you schedule a meeting, it automatically carves out a break between your meetings, which is nice. Adobe is coming out with a tool that remakes your schedule based on priorities. It's being tested right now. Wait, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, isn't that cool? I think you could use that one. It remakes your schedule based on your... How does it measure your priorities? It, you, set, you set it up to measure your priorities. Okay, and it redoes your schedule? Yeah. And then the other one is Microsoft that automatically adds so time to when the you meeting. add a, a meeting next to another one, it will automatically make a break of five or ten minutes because of the Zoom overload. Okay? Google, <laughs> Google Maps also added a greenest driving route to its driving app. Cool. Isn't that sick? Very cool. There you go. So there's some innovation from the pandemic that's pretty cool. Uh, we get better at working remotely together. What was the second one again? Not the Microsoft one. The other one? Adobe's tool that remakes your schedule. That would be cool. Is it f definitely not free? No, it's Adobe. Adobe. Yeah, they it's not fucking, free. They, they, have, they have taken all of my money. Take my money. Take my money. Speaking of taking my money, let's go to higher level jobs. So what do I mean by higher level jobs? I mean lawyers. I mean doctors. I mean programmers. Are we losing our jobs as well? We, because we being the coders, are we, are our jobs safe? Or is it just jobs like being in retail or being in fast food? I think your coding job is safe. I wouldn't be so sure. Pretty sure that's all. Well, okay. I would not go, be so go, sure about go, that. Go into it and then I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I think that. Okay. We're going to start off with pattern matching. One of the things that AI has trouble with and that we have thought to ourselves that why we would have a place in the future of the robotic world is because it's really hard if you're a machine to make a judgment call. They are built off binary code, right? Ones and zeros. So this is where the field of machine learning comes in. You're teaching a machine how to make some a judgment call on something that it's never seen before. Yes. Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa. never seen before. Right. So for example, what are some things... What are some examples of technology making judgment calls for you based on an algorithm already? That they haven't seen before or have? They are learning something about the world and making a judgment call. Oh, well, Google Maps is the best example. 
Perfect. Yep. Google Maps. Absolutely. It makes driving calls yeah. based on destinations. It and has how many before. minutes it should take you to get there. Right. Exactly. So another example of this is Netflix. Yeah. Damn. It is. They it have is fucking figured. They have figured out my fiance. They figured out my girlfriend. I mean, they have right, figured out right my outside, fiance. Listening to this very podcast. It is like a fucking joke. They literally serve her up shows that she just gets addicted to. Right. They, they like have literally they, killed it. They've figured out the thirty-year-old female. If nothing they else, have fucking they have fucking figured they deliver it her out. Shows they deliver the shows that, that are emotional. Could not and be tons more of crying. To. She could not to be crying. More to these shows. Sex. You know what? You know what's addicting to yeah. my fiance? Sex, drugs, sex, action, grocery shopping, and crying and family drama. Right. You know, can we get those in family all, in drama a show? in a show? I also want to say something. Okay. Tom Clancy's, you know the 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 the, the fucking Jim Jack, Jack Ryan, Ryan Jim, Jim, Ryan, Jim, Jim, Ryan. Jim Jim Ryan, okay Jim Ryan. They also have a new one coming out with Michael B. Jordan. Oh. I, I just want to, I just want to be honest. That show, it's like pretend, it's for women. Jack Ryan, why? Why is it for women? John Krasinski and then Michael B. Jordan, they're good-looking men. It's like they get to watch this good-looking man run How around. Would it not be, would it be ugly? I don't man? think it's for men. I don't. I just, I just don't. I don't think the show is for men. I don't think it's for men. Why don't you think it's for men? It's clearly think, for men. I think that it's Better actually it, no. I think that if you're looking at their demographics, you would see that it's mostly a female audience. There's nothing wrong with if you listen to if you watch the show and love it. Totally cool. I'm just saying that most of the demographics that like that show is, are probably women. That's what I think. That's what I think. It's my thoughts. It's me and my thoughts. Anyway, so you don't agree I, with I, that? I do agree with your thoughts. I agree with your thoughts. I just got a weird feeling in my stomach from the alcohol and the weed and the croy and also the coffee. We call that podcasting. Yeah, it's the, the podcast feeling. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you about law geeks, and this is for lawyers. Can you believe it? It's taking lawyers' jobs away. So what does this do? Law geeks, it goes over a contract that a lawyer <laughs> needs to read. And, and contract. in the left-hand side, I show an example. It shows an example of all the discrepancies in the contract that a lawyer is supposed to what read over. What the fuck? How does it do that? Because it can reference a database of okay. prior pieces and we're things done. like that. So where are we going to go? So is this thing – and is LawGeeks any better than an actual lawyer though? Good okay? question. So good job. So Vice, they tested this in a report. They gave an NDA – non-disclosure agreement to the lawyer and they gave it to law geeks and they tried to figure out who was more this is like the chess match between a computer this is casper versus this is is the computer and the fucking man this is the lawyer against the computer so this is like a real lawyer like the guy comes in right he's dressed in a great knit have you i i gave you the knit shirt the other day you gave me a knit shirt how did the knit shirt feel did you give me a knit shirt no no no, i i let you feel it the knit shirt what's mine the no the one that doesn't fit me the one that doesn't fit me I gave it to you. No, I didn't give it to you. I gave it to you to feel because it's so comfortable. That's a nice shirt you have on. No, no, no. That's a Dude, really good no, no, shirt. No, 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 no. I this, want that shirt. No, no. Knit. You know what I the don't? The feeling of knit is unbelievable. Anyway, so this lawyer, he's wearing a knit shirt, right? He's ripped. He's ripped. He's got a good life. You could tell. He's he's fucking happy, okay? The this, the CTO of Law Geeks is like, I'm the CTO of Law Geeks. He, <laughs> yeah. like, he, like, hasn't, he is a robot himself. He hasn't looked up, like, how should I dress in public, like, one time. You know, no, he's like no, 40 years here's old. Here's what you don't know is yeah. that, is that th- he is he is playing 3D chess. That is his thing is to show you how little he cares he's about wearing, you socially. He's wearing jeans. No, but but he's wearing jeans with a tuck with a tucked in over j- way way too big button down shirt. It looks terrible. Let me tell you, someone told me this and it's so true. I think yeah. about this all the time. Go ahead. Yeah. The choice not to participate is just another choice. Yeah, being passive is a choice. You're being choosing I think to be you passive. told me that. Did I? I reference to you. That's a reference by co-host. Yeah, reference by it's co-host. It's called Self-Righteous Podcast. Anyway, so it's it's like, nah, logics. I am the logics creator. Do you know what I, I mean, guess, though? I got a lawyer. Do you know what I mean, though? A choice, like a choice not to participate in dressing, is in itself a choice that you have made. Yeah, passivity is a choice. I, to- I totally agree with you. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Anyway, so he went up head to head with the computer. Here's what happens. Okay, Law Geeks scored a ninety-five percent. Accuracy on discovering the discrepancies in the nah, NDA. Find it. The lawyer find the discrepancy. Eighty-five percent. Okay. No. <laughs> and he's done. In the second NDA, law geeks ninety-five percent again. Totally efficient. The I, same mean, every time. I never, I never make a mistake. The lawyer was eighty-three percent efficient, probably because he got tired. Okay. The lawyer also took three times as long. All right. So what are we gonna do? <laughs> 
Um, also, what, can they make podcasts that are funnier? Also, it was very clever. The the Vice News put in a a little clause that said that it owed if they didn't catch this clause, they owe Vice News twenty thousand dollars, and the lawyer did not catch it. While Law Geeks did catch it. I am not trained, that's but so, I can learn. You know what, you know what that is? That's yeah. so Vice News of them. That's so so edgy. News. That's such it's an very edgy, such an edgy black. little thing to do. Not only they're wearing black, but this, I feel like the screen. I am edgy. I am kind of a coder, and I'm edgy, and I They've wear They've taken a the color out of the screen. You know what I mean? It's like like sepia takes color out of it. They yeah. literally black and whited the screen. So it's like, it's we like, live in ones and zeros. We live in, in like a black and white world in a vice. And so hacking, so hacking. It's like fucking freedom. Neuromancer. It's like fucking. It's like. They think that they live in a neuromancer what world. is that theme called it's called it's called a, oh i know what it's called cyberpunk cyberpunk yeah cyberpunk right. cyberpunk we live in we the, are it's like we are cyberpunk and the world is cyberpunk when are and there going to be two robots doing this podcast that li- that listeners we love you that you guys like better how do they feel that you guys are like you know what you guys are fine the robots are just they're better how do you how do you think they feel about cryptocurrency this is their bread and butter who who the vice, robot vice news they fucking love it. They love it. They, Are you kidding? Cri- of it. Crypto is like, is them. How about the word crypto? The word crypto, right. All right. Anyway, so what the founder of LawGeeks thinks is that LawGeeks can now do 22% of a lawyer's job and it can do 35% of a paralegal's job. Okay. But <laughs> however, he admits that LawGeeks can still not pass the bar for now. Why is that? LawGeeks goes over a document. Right, it's doing a very specific oh, task. Okay. You're right. You're right. Right. It doesn't actually. I'm such an idiot. It doesn't actually know how to be a lawyer. No, it, knows it doesn't know how to, do, how to be a lawyer. Know how to be a lawyer. It knows how to go over a document and look at the document for things that are wrong. Right. So th- that just makes me think that it's the trucker example again. We're still going to have a lawyer looking over this robot. I don't like this. I don't. I don't love this take. Just to tell you, why, why don't you like? Because I just take? don't think it matters. Sure, sure, we are. You're right, but it doesn't matter. We're still going to be a net zero. So that's the real issue. It's the real thing to focus on. I didn't on. say I didn't say it had anything to do with jobs. I'm just saying that in the future we're all going to be interfacing with robots yes, and machines for sure. more. For sure, okay, that's what I mean. Sorry. Even more. You thought you thought you were on your computer a lot. Yeah. Now, yeah, <laughs> fucking, wait. you have no idea what's coming up. Um, what a good girlfriend. I saw her just reach for the leash to take Blue out. I mean that is some when shit right there. My girl, my fiance never walks my dog. That's some good she shit. She never right fucking walks my dog. Walks my dog. I always have to do it when she does it. It is like the greatest feeling. I'm, like, I'm going to your house after this, though, right? Do she need to take him out? No, no, that was a misread. That was a nice. This it was is super nice of you. Super Debbie, nice, Debbie, but it's misread. Debbie, we're just doing this live on the pod. Super nice of you, but it is. It I'm was going, a misread. We're going, I'm going to his house. Over my house. So you can you can save it. You can save me. You can hold his peepee. Listeners, you guys come over but too. If you fed Debbie, if you fed him, that'd be great. Thank you. And now you guys just heard relationship so talk. So that is inside that of a podcast. That is my girlfriend robot being trained machine learning to feed the dog. Anyway, medicine. Girlfriend robots, they don't have machine learning. Medicine. Just, just they don't. The surgical robot is changing the way that surgery is conducted, Noah. So the surgeon, instead of doing surgery right on the patient, right? We're just cutting the patient up and shit. What this product does, and it, it's actually in production right now is the surgeon goes into a console and he's he has these he's controlling real surgical equipment and he's doing it like he's doing a video game it literally looks like he has vr and a video game on and in the next room it's controlling the actual instruments for surgery why why is that why is that and they say it's three times faster okay and the surgeons love it they're like it's amazing because he's not Hunched over. When they're doing surgery, there's like literally five people in the room. There's tons of gadgets that are inside of the patient, right? It, it's a it's a nightmare. So if you get him, remove him out, so he's just focused on a console. And it's messy. They love it. It's not messy at all. It's super efficient, super fast. So they really like it. They love surgeons. it. They love it. Yeah. Okay. So you still need a nurse and a tech. So all the nurses and the techs are still in that room while the surgeon's in his other room and they are managing all the equipment. They're cleaning the rods of the equipment. They're screwing stuff on from the surgical robot. Good God. So it is a surgeon managing a surgical robot, giving him more powerful tools. So it's just another level of abstraction, right? Do you know what I mean by that? Yes. It's a higher level. He's no longer in there doing the cutting himself. The surgical robot's doing the cutting. He's just controlling but this, it. But this allows him to do faster surgery. Much faster. So much it should decrease more. the cost of surgery. But not only, that, it not only decreases the cost, it decreases the skill that, that goes... I mean, it doesn't decrease the skill, but it makes it so that 
in your area, if you don't have a surgeon that's really good at that particular surgery, you can still get great care because of the robot that handles it for you. And you could wait, but you could potentially have a surgeon that was a thousand miles away do your surgery. Yep, exactly. That's it. That's so it right you there. could have the best surgeons do the surgery. That's that's. I didn't even think of that. That's that's great. That's crazy. I, and that sounds great. But somehow all this stuff, it always ends up that the people that are really rich end up getting richer, and then the kind of the life of the common man ends up getting. I don't want to be. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like right. be be that that way. But wait, come that, off that way. But like, no, it always that, ends up nefarious. Yeah, but that's that's exactly what's happening here. Okay. Is that because of automation, people are losing jobs, and the people that benefit are guess what? The people that own these places. They already they own the hospital. They own the fast food place. It's funny. Be- already benefit. It's funny because like the other, like what what I found from remote work was that the moving trends and everything. It's just continuing. Well, it, it, it's like we poured gasoline yes, on trends yes. that are already happening. So let's let's zoom out and take a bigger picture here. This is a huge problem with society, and we can't continue along this route. We can't continue on the fact that the poor, that people, more people are getting even farther left behind, right? Do you remember who got elected last election? A lot of that. Joseph. Joseph. Joseph Trump Jr. Oh. Joseph Mordecai Trump. It was because a lot of people felt like they had been getting left out, and that's right. And that's still happening. That's happening even more. They're getting left behind even more by this automation. Okay, that's why I think universal basic income is a good idea. But we're going to get to that next podcast. Okay, let me get through these last two sections. How do you feel? Um, I feel, I feel like, should we tell people our political affiliate, like where we lean towards so they kind of like know where we're coming from? I feel like I'm, I'm in the middle, maybe I'm, I'm in the middle and you're, you're more left than me. What would you say? I, I wouldn't, I, I don't want to pin myself down. I think being you are politically I want to pin you. I, pin I don't want to be pinned. Whatever I was, I would pin you to the left. I don't want to be in a box. I don't want to be in a box. That's I why think, I'm in the, I, I, I don't want to think in a box. I think you like feeling like that. No. Why don't you speak for no. yourself? Why don't you speak for, for yourself? Let's hear it. I will say that I'm to the right of Adam. So wherever I am, you're to the right. Yeah, wherever you are, I'm to the right. I'm X, I'm X plus R. But don't put me in a box, right? I I'm can, not boxing you. I'm X plus R. You can still be X plus R. You can still be a conservative and believe in climate change, right? No, I totally agree with you. I yeah. totally agree. With you. That's what I don't understand. Don't box me. Anyway, I just wanted to tell people that because when you, you're bringing up these kinds of UBI, automation getting, automation getting rid of jobs is normally a... It's a it's kind of a conservative concept at the at the what moment. What do you mean it's conservative? I don't concept? think it is. I don't I don't think it about? is. But it just comes out. It comes out like why, that. Why it comes is out it, like that? But no, it's not a conservative concept. No, it's an American problem. This is not only America. Wow. It's a world problem. It's very left of you. It's not very left. You're you're just. I was gonna say you're being an idiot. But <laughs> why are you trying to politicize this I, thing? No, no, I'm not trying to politicize it. I'm just I'm just telling you what I see. What I see out there. Okay, I'm the truth. I'm a truth teller. I just tell you the honest thing that is going on in my brain. Look, it's a huge fucking problem. Okay, because guess what? If that many people are left behind, what's going to happen to people that are rich? They're, these people are going to riot. They're going to be super discontent. They're going to they're going to fuck shit up because they're super unhappy. So what? And so their lives suck. The, so no, I I agree. Okay, living in Portland, I have seen just how many homeless people there are. Right, has been absolutely shocking. Yeah. Right. So we don't just want to live in cities full of homeless people. No. No matter who you are, we'd like to live in cities where everyone feels useful. Everyone has a job that they enjoy, right? In a perfect society. I know, but and everyone's getting paid enough. That's I, what we want. I totally agree with you. I agree with you. I just don't is that possible? Wait, but it's not just like red blooded Americans that are losing their jobs. I mean, I was a teacher once, you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't make enough it's very hard to make enough money as a teacher because of wage stagnation. I totally agree with you. We didn't even go even into Even though te- it's a job that should be given a lot of care. We didn't even go into teachers in this. Anyway. Let me go through this last part. Okay? Go through the last and part. We'll get this open kimono going. Okay. We want to talk about software development. Is that a job that can be taken over by machines? I have a take on it. Say your take. Okay. I think I have a good argument for mine. I'm just going to talk from personal experience. I think from personal experience, it is already something that machines are taking over. Here are my examples, right? Squarespace, WordPress. You need a website. Seventy percent of the web is squares is WordPress, right? Yes. There's most of the projects right there that were normally handled by developers are now handled by a framework that makes it way easier to make a website. This is actually my example in a different. So way. a lot of those jobs are already lost. Okay, but that, that was a long time ago. When I first started working in software, we had to do things like set up a virtual machine in order for the app to run on this virtual machine. So now what you do is you don't do any of that work. You just tell Microsoft, you're like, Microsoft, I need an app that does, that scales like this and does this. And it will say, okay. And it 
will go up and down in size based on the amount of users that you have. It handles it all for you. Mm-hmm. And that was someone's job before. And now that's all handled by Amazon and Microsoft, basically. Okay, can I ask you this, though? Here's yeah. my argument. Sure. Yes, like like webs like websites, WordPress and Squarespace, Squarespace. Now people that have no idea how to code can make their own website super easily. Okay, Squarespace thanks for the money. Yeah. So, but my thing is that apps themselves, any app, have gotten so much more complicated recently than they were ten years ago. So the jobs that were on the websites coding, you're just moving onto bigger development teams for apps that are more complicated. Right. What do you think about that? So that's my thing is that no, the coder jobs have not been lost. But they haven't been lost, but you can make an app without any code. There's plenty of frameworks like Silverlight, you know, that make apps like Ionic where you don't need to code at all now to do it. An app is just the same thing. It doesn't matter what industry it is. It's over and over again the same thing. So if a job is that repetitive, it gets automated out by these frameworks or by... Right. But in 10 years from now, yeah. the apps that we have, yes, coding is it's like it's like the... Coding is starting to be automated. I mean, that's what that's but what it's the same thing. Oh my god! Other Holy industries. shit! Just like, yeah. that's coding is starting to be automated. Like that's what coding languages are, right? It is a it is an abstraction on on ones and zeros. Right. Okay. So coding is starting to be automated. However, ten years from now, we're gonna have even more complicated apps than now, and they're gonna be we're gonna need more coders for that. I think that coding is the only job that anyone's gonna do. No, but I'm I'm saying that once again, as in the other other industries, the nature of the work is changing. Where that you're not going to be doing so much low-level coding already. Coders used to, you know, we went to the moon on something that can start writing three, three basically pictures. assembly language. That's yeah. not true. What did we write? COBOL or Fortran? Something like that. I'm not sure, but the the like the <laughs> storage space for it was right. like three pictures. So in that programming language, you are you are telling the computer how much memory to use, things like that that you would never tell them how to do in today's right. programming languages. So we've already gone up a level. Okay, so you're going to be doing way less of this, this actual coding and way more of, hey, like, can you make a form over here that looks like this? For yeah, me? I totally agree with you that it's changed, but that, but that I think that the net of coders will continue to go up because even though it's changed, our apps get more complex and we, we're not keeping, we're not even keeping up with that race. Okay. So, so that's if, my thought. If I wanted to stay in the industry, I would be trying to learn machine learning right now. Learn machine learning because teaching a machine yeah, 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 how yeah. to learn that is a job that seems like it's going to be very open in a field in the future. That's something to get involved in. For sure. Either that or, or maybe blockchain, blockchain stuff. How do you, good. That, I totally agree with you. Totally agree mm-hmm. with you. By the way, you're right about those. How do you feel about coding as a job in general, as a coder? Just tell the people. What do you mean? I don't know. Just like, how have you liked it? It's, it's a good job. It pays a bunch. It's, rel- it's really easy. You don't have to talk. I mean, it's not easy, but it's like you don't have to talk. Talking to people... And doing a sales call and stuff is much more taxing than it is to write lines of code for for me. Maybe not for some no. for some people. Uh, maybe you just have to be an introvert, extrovert kind of thing. Um, I don't know. It's a relatively easy job. You can learn how to code in three months and be productive. Noah did. He's sitting right here. There right? he is. I'm Adam's code monkey. Right. And you'll be all good. Okay. So not only is this job getting automated by machines, but it's also getting automated by something else. You know what that is? That is other humans called the human cloud. Okay, like we're talking right. about sites like Fiverr, Upwork, okay, like cool. Upwork, Very cool. like Fiverr, like Elancer, so remote worker sites where tasks like repetitive coding jobs, data entry work, maybe even editing a podcast or two. Someone in the Philippines will do it. Someone in the Philippines or someone in Kenya will do it for very little money. For no money. Right? And these governments, like Kenya's government, is actually trying to train millions of people to do these Photoshop-like tasks. Oh my God. So it could bring more money in. Right. But like how miserable do you want to make it? So it's misguided because it's miserable work. That work. But here's what you're not getting. So there was a special I watched about a young man. He's trapped in a Kenyan slum, the biggest slum in the world. Okay. Okay. He gets a laptop. He starts doing freelance data data entry projects. He's able to move his family out of the slums because that wage that he's getting, it's not, you can't live here on that kind of stuff. Right. However, for Kenya, you can get, it's a huge difference. It's a difference between living in terrible poverty and being able to afford food for your family. Okay, good so point. So that's why these governments are investing in it. Okay, good point. Yeah, like one person said who's working in a warehouse in Kenya, I don't have a car, but we are working on a self-driving car. 
<laughs> Pretty weird, right? So he's working as a freelancer for self-driving cars. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. That's so good. like a lot of a lot of the tasks like this have already been given to the human cloud. All right, and, and, that's com- very and commodified, right? Yeah, and so you're talking about first world jobs. Not only lo- not only we're losing them from to machines, we're also losing them to third world countries with a different income gradient. Right. The lower, yeah. And the the problem is that they're not getting paid enough for the work because it's work that if you were in a first world country, you would get paid a lot more for. That's where the inequality is, right there, because of their geography. Yeah. So the people that benefit uh-huh. in the situation are once again the employers. Right, the people who own the companies. Right, but what are you supposed to do about that situation? What are you supposed to do about it? Because like when there's a market, it's just like that's how it works. It's like because because they can charge less, they get the work. I'm not saying what you should do about it. I'm saying that it's it's unfair. It's unfair. It, but it, it, is it unfair? It's just like the natural occurrence of a market, though. It's unfair that's because how it works. all of the wealth that should go would be going to those people in Kenya is actually not going to them. It's going to the people that own the companies that you need that specific task for. They're benefiting from the geography. So I wish that the wealth was spread out more. That's that's what I'm saying. You wish the wealth was more evenly distributed. I think everyone does, I think right? everyone In- inequality does. sucks. I think everyone does. And I just think, yeah, we'd be in a better place. We'd be in a better place. We'd right? be in a better place. All right, so I am tired of talking. We're going to take one quick musical break, and after that, it's going to be time for the open kimono. voices and they and the machines analyze the best segments from all of our podcasts that we've done and they just like know how to make the perfect personality this is the open kimono where we freely talk and discuss our final thoughts on the topic and leave nothing to the imagination noah what is your open kimono my open my open kimono is um it's crazy to think i think about the hand flipping the burgers Right, the hand burger, burger hand, the burger hand, and the and the and the automated trucks and the the gap widening. Um, I think that however rich you are, you definitely don't want your cities to be even more homeless than they are right now. As in the U.S., I mean, it's crazy. The there's a situation. So yeah, I actually I didn't know I didn't even think about how severe this this possibly could be until you brought it up. Um, yeah, I I would love to know the solution of it, but that's for part three. The solution to how we keep like these like what working. do we do about this situation that people are losing jobs? We are okay. We're we're going down a path that that everyone's losing jobs and that the rich people are going to be that are already so fucking rich are going to be even more rich and everyone else is going to be super poor, and then it's just it's not going to be a good situation for anyone. So what is actually the solution to that situation? Right. Okay, I'm going to go with my open kimono. Okay. Okay. Yes. So this all this research about automation led me to believe. And that something that I think a lot of us already knew that this situation with work in the new economy, it's untenable. Okay. We're going to, these societies are going to be completely broken down unless we do something about the way that work is structured right now. And you think, and, and I think that you have an idea about it, but I'll I think part that three. It's, it's a human need. You know, I, you want to feel useful. You want to work on awesome stuff. You want to create cool things. You want to be creative and you want to help people. You want to be useful for other people, I think, is what people really want. And it's really hard right now to find jobs where you can accomplish that. That don't be useful. And in the future, a lot of these jobs and tasks are going to be phased out. And you're instead going to be managing robots to do the tasks for you. As the Amazon worker put it, a robot slave. So... How do you stay ahead of the game here? Like, what is so? That's where we get into reskilling. Like, is that something that it's actually working? We're gonna get into that in part three 
of the future of work, and that's a tease. Well, you're going to get into the solution. We're going to get in more into some solutions in part three. So, do you so, have anything else to say about Obakomono? I'm, I'm so dead. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We My voice is dead, but I'm not dead. We fucking love that's you what guys. what I meant. We fucking love you guys. Thank you, so, love thank you so much for listening, for the nice reviews, the nice comments on Instagram. You guys rock. And just thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. Shout out to Sarah's boyfriends. Hopefully, they are able to manage their robots. What about whatever a, their Jergma robots are doing for them? An automated robot for Sarah. Yeah, Sarah's, Sarah's boyfriend, boyfriend 2000. robot. The Sarah's boyfriend 2000. Then we could sell it to other Sarahs. Yeah, we could sell it to all the Sarahs the, of the world. The sister's boyfriend 2000. It's a great boyfriend to be the brother-in-law to. You can find us at dude underscore nature on Instagram. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes, please. It really helps the podcast, and we will see you next time. Love you guys. Thank you for listening.